This is Jeff Cross, and welcome to the August 30, 2022 edition of Views on the News from the Couch, a baby boomer's attempt to pass along his views on the news. Quick hitters. A listener passed along that in the list of top party schools, in the University of Maine was 22nd. Whoa. Highest ranking UMO has had in anything. Joe Rogan of the Rogan Experience podcast suggested voters vote Republican in the upcoming election due to how badly Democrats handled the COVID experience. I believe Rogan has historically voted Democrat, so this is not a homer going home. And Rogan has a lot of listeners. I wonder if Rogan talks about what I say on my podcast. Parts of China are enacting severe COVID-19 restrictions. Come on, guys. Vaccinate and let her rip. Biden is at 42% approval in the Real Clear Politics average. That is where he had been for quite a while before the drop this summer, which may have partly been due to higher gas prices. Biden said the high gas prices were not his fault. A U.S. Today Ipsos poll of Democratic voters suggests that 56% do not want Biden to run for election. According to the same poll, 59% of Republicans think Trump should win in 2024 and want him to be the Republican nominee. For the love of God, can we move on from these two dudes? By what legal authority can a president spend $300 or $500 billion for giving student loans without congressional approval? Moving on. In terms of hurricanes, August may be the mildest August in 25 years. If August had more hurricanes than normal, I'm sure we would hear that was a clear sign of global warming. I assume a mild month is just weather. A friend passed on today that a PhD-type person was tweeting that a monsoon in India or Pakistan is, some, is a sign of global warming. Huh, I think monsoons have been around for a long time. In fact, in my news feed this morning, I see government officials are calling it a climate catastrophe. The feed did say that three or four monsoons is, is typical, and this year there have been eight. To know if that is significant, I would need to know the standard deviation. Does aid occur often, or is this a unique situation? I can't find a graph or information to put the eight into historical context. I tried. Sometimes when I read the news, I feel I am supposed to get amped up on a story. Loyalty to my tribe demands that I get all excited and indignant. One of those recently is the admission by Zuckerberg of Facebook fame to Joe Rogan that the FBI warned Facebook in the fall of 2020 that they should be on the lookout for Russian misinformation. Zuckerberg said that was one reason Facebook downgraded how many people saw stories on the Hunter, Hunter Biden laptop story. My assumption is the FBI did not warn Facebook about the laptop, but more in general. I can't get indignant over this. First off, the FBI warning of Russian misinformation, in my view, is the equivalent of someone warning me the tide may come in soon. We know when the tide comes in. It happens twice a day. Sure, don't get caught uh, where there is a problem, but it's no real surprise. The Russians have been meddling in our election since my father was in diapers, and that was before disposable diapers. No real surprise. We know Russia meddled in 2016, though in my mind they wanted us to know they meddled so we would get all excited. We know they were going to meddle in 2020. Good that the FBI warned Facebook, but the right should not be treating that as real news. 
The Federalist has an article that I do not link that makes the case that there is a lot of other information that suggests the FBI might have contributed to the 50 intelligence folks saying the Hunter Biden story was likely misinformation. And they try to make other inferences and links. I don't know. I do feel that a bunch of folks in the gobbledygook media and others thought that Trump was an existential threat to our country and would say or believe pretty much anything to prevent him from winning. It would bother me if the FBI played a concerted role in this, but I doubt they did. My big issue with how the media played this is not that they spread misinformation in favor of Democrats, I've come to expect that, but that they suppressed other points of view. Anyway, I can't get riled up on the FBI warning Facebook and likely other social media platforms about Russian misinformation. That was the FBI's job. The fact that Facebook suppressed the New York Post story for telling a true story, that's on Facebook. Fox News has an article by Kelly Locko titled Border Patrol Chief Says Border Crisis a Result of Biden's No Consequences Policy for Illegal Immigrants. His comments were under oath in a disposition as part of a lawsuit by Florida against the Department of Homeland Security. In the linked article, there is a two-minute video from the deposition. The border chief testifies the border situation is a mess, more immigrants are coming, and that one of the reasons is a failure of consequences. Catch and release, that sort of thing where no real consequences occur if those released do not show. The border patrol chief seems like a good person and is just answering the question. My next comment is not directed at him. Duh. If potential immigrants who live in a bad situation want to come to the United States and there are no consequences, then they probably will. Stupid Trump tried to make it harder for immigrants to come here and to release people back into Mexico until the court hearing. That discouraged immigration. We are more like a we are now more like a southern family hosting dinner. Y'all come on in and take your shoes off. Those in favor of unfettered immigration seem to also be in favor of lots of government goodies. If that is your position, please at least do some math on what the end game is. I think it is that we are broke. Polio was a devastating disease that affected many until two vaccines were developed in the 50s. By 1979, polio was eradicated in the United States, though in the years since we've had a few small outbreaks due to imports, as the linked article so cautiously states. Come on, it had to be from infected people arriving from other countries. This summer, a small outbreak is happening in the New York City area, and this is known from a few sick patients, but also from a sampling of wastewater that contains the poo from infected individuals. The two polio vaccines that were developed in the 1950s were different. One was a live vaccine and the other was an inactivated version of the virus. The live vaccine was a weakened virus. It was taken orally and offers really good protection to the person taking it. But for a few weeks after being vaccinated, the individual may excrete a version of the vaccine that can infect others. I think that is still a weaker version than the original polio virus. The inactivated salt vaccine uses a dead virus that cannot return to active status. That is good. But it is not as protective. 
according to the linked article by Dana Smith from The Guardian titled, A Mutated Virus, Anti-Vaxxers in a Vulnerable Population, How Polio Returned to the U.S., people can still become infected, but the damage won't occur. Damage like paralysis. Hey, this is starting to sound like the COVID vaccine. The live vaccine is given orally and is easier to provide in developing countries, though not so much during COVID. Since 2000, the dead salt vaccine is the vaccine that is primarily or only used in the U.S. According to the article, the current outbreak is likely from someone in another country who had the oral vaccine. They then came to the U.S. where they were able to infect folks who have been vaccinated with the dead vaccine, and those folks may be contaminating the wastewater systems and infecting others. It seems that is all fine as long as everyone has one of the vaccines. But the anti-vaccine groups have had some success in raising vaccine fears, and that predates COVID. And they have done it in pockets. At least one person who became infected with polio in the New York area lost the use of his legs. Vaccines are probably a bit like, let's get everyone in the neighborhood to go pick up trash in the common areas. Most do it, it looks fine. Not all have to do it. So maybe I won't do the work and sponge off others. If almost all take the vaccines, then the disease will likely not spread. And any vaxxers can talk about the very few real side effects and the many imagined side effects compared to the very few who get the disease because of the vaccination program. The anti-vaxxers can then create a case that vaccination is not worth the risk, at least for the individual, right up until an outbreak destroys lives. I may not do the community cleanup, but I think I will stay up to date on my vaccines. After reading the, my portion on the polio, I'll say it's a bit confusing and I probably need to do a better job in the future, but I hope you got something out of it. Thanks for listening to Views on the News from the Couch. If you like this podcast, please share with your friends. If you did not like it, please share with the rest of the folks you know.